Uh, buenas tardes, gente. Um, y los, los quiero introducir al Cowboy Rowdy Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I butchered that. That was horrible Spanish. Bien. Uh, ¿Qué estás haciendo? And all that junk, too. This is your host, Cameron Berry, coming at you for the Cowboy Rowdy Podcast. Joining me, as always, as you have heard, Anthony Barrera, our resident comedian. How are you, sir? What's up? It's, it's your boy on Baphomet. Yeah. I feel like you should have said hola. You dropped that act real fast. Uh, You're never going to make it to the, <laughs> the, of the Democratic debates. Oh, man. If you that, so that was just the one token time Senor. I had to do it. Token time. <laughs> also joining us today, Monterey Bay comic, Michael Booth. Oh, what's up, dude? How you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good, man. Um, you know, we, we had the, the show last weekend. It was, mm-hmm. it was awesome. That was a fun freaking time. Yeah. I uh, I I drank maybe eh, the perfect amount. <laughs> Screw it, I felt amazing. Sunday I felt like shit, but at night I felt great. So yeah. perfect amount. Yeah, dude. Uh, really, fucking fun. really fun. I got home at like one and was just like oh, had to fucking... unload all the stuff out of my oh, car. Okay. Yeah, so <laughs> I was like, I can't leave it outside. <laughs> so I had to drive our light guy back to Monterey. So it was oh, a little nice. Bit, a little bit of a journey of my own, but we stopped checking the box. It was okay. There you go. Hell yeah, dude. How was your night, Anthony? You were there making sure um, the whole thing went smooth. Fuck, dude. It was it was crazy. I was super tired for most of it because I, I had like worked five overnight shifts in the last six days. Oh, God. I didn't realize nice. that was a whole evening. Yeah, so I woke up that day. I woke up at like 6 p.m. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I had gone to sleep like at Brightener. noon. I was like, fuck. You like that? What's that Kiss song? Wino Hours? Uh, no. Wanna rock and roll all night. Except for you just working all night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting overtime. Gotta yeah. make that fucking yeah. bread, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Dude. Staying up all night. You gotta afford the hat or all somehow. Doesn't cost cool. much to be me, but goddamn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it lasts a lot longer if you grind it up and pour it in your eyelids. <laughs> yes. Or your nose. Yeah. You can put it in any orifice, it really works. Uh, you know, we got a special episode for you folks today. We got a little bit of theme here because we here at the podcast, you know, we do a lot of hard work here to, to put the podcast on. And of course, we do our fun comedy shows everybody likes to enjoy, but no one really gets to hear about the other things we do. And to be honest, I would say it's some of our most important work and some of our best yeah. work. Um, and we want to talk today about a lot of people that we've personally reached, basically people whose lives we've probably saved. And we we talked like briefly before the show, ballpark numbers between the three of us. What do you think, Mike? Oh, Anthony, what do you guys got? Put some numbers up. What oh, I've got? saved hundreds of lives. Yeah, easy hundreds. I'm seeing, Easily. Yes. If not thousands, yeah, honestly. I'm, I'm seeing commas. Like, yeah, there's definitely some yep, comma work. Like plural commas. There's exponents. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've been to five countries, dog. <laughs> like, I get busy. Yeah. <laughs> like, and when you're talking, if you limit it to probably, what's like the scope how how narrow and limited could probably really? Well, what are we like? Is there any criteria we need to set? Okay, I, yeah, I think um, for the purposes of, of the conversation, mm-hmm. um, people that you have directly pulled out of the fire. Okay, and by fire, can that be like raging floodwaters? Sure, or okay. suicidal depression. Yeah, commas, easy. Commas, commas. Right? We're dropping commas tonight, folks. Uh, you may want to shoot us off with a good little anecdotal one. Yeah, I uh, I would like to paint you guys a picture. Oh, I'm, I'm down. And this has happened multiple times, so I I know for a fact I've <laughs> saved every one of these people's lives. Um, I don't know if you're like me and you've been out at the bars late at night in your life. 
Mm-hmm. And yes, uh, sir. A lot of souls need saving at a bar. Yep. And you are walking home, and this happened in my college town a lot. I think that's where I was really a good Samaritan, mm-hmm. and just I really was doing giving back to the community. I was. You're not down to see the college. I was helping town, the guys. Pending charges. Yeah. <laughs> I would always help. The guy that you see laying on the ground outside that's too drunk and his oh, friends have left him there, I would always step in and make sure that guy got where he needed to go. There you go. In my hometown, we named that guy Cameron. But <laughs> Oh, nice. <laughs> no, that's You're the good Samaritan type. Like I, that's life-saving. I would yeah. stop and just be like, hey, man, are you good? Like, And I would sit him up and like, you know, I've done it a few times down here in California too, just mm-hmm. like making sure the dude is good. That's too. He got way too drunk and... I don't know if he was by himself or somebody left him there, but mm-hmm. I at least want to make sure he's not going to... Well, you're not from California originally, right? No, I'm from Washington okay, State. so you don't know about like how things are in California. Too. We have raccoons out here. And statistically okay. speaking, 70% of raccoons will eat a homeless vagrant. So oh, wow. That's what, a lot. You are doing life-saving. Those are real numbers. Those are real numbers. They travel in packs, dude. I've yeah. seen them. Yeah, you get 10 raccoons, that's 10 bodies one night. No problem. <laughs> yeah, they'll hit their body weight and homeless. It's terrible. It's a goddamn travesty. I don't know why my head just went to like the mummy where those little bugs eating people. The scarabs. The scarabs. I don't know why I thought raccoons were similar. Dude, to those raccoons are scarabs of the West. Terrifying. We've been saying this for years. <laughs> Raccoon is just the Western scarab. It, yeah, it's no. a fly without <laughs> wings but tons of claws. It's That's very so funny. Dangerous. I don't know why my mind went there. I thought That's of that dude saying. Benny in the mummy. Fuck that dude. I don't know, Benny. I feel like he just he he was ugly and he never got the good stuff. He just wanted the good stuff Dude, just one time. The whole time they're making it the seem like Brendan Fraser is gonna kill him or mm-hmm. do something to him, mm-hmm. and you're excited. And he just walks away. You're excited because you're like, oh man, he's gonna fuck him up. And then mm-hmm. at the very mm-hmm. end, they make you feel like, oh man, Sorry Brendan Fraser's like a good guy, you know, mm-hmm. because he tries to save his life. Mm-hmm. But then Benny dies anyway. Benny schmucks him over. Benny dies. They like the whole. It's oh. the end of the movie. It's like. Oh, spoiler That's alert. That's what the movie's about. Oh, yeah. spoiler alert. Just give a fucking 20-year-old spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> the movie should just be called The Benny because, I mean, you're waiting for that guy to die yeah. the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> it's one big powder keg. Fuck that right. dude. I don't know who this zombie guy is, but I wonder if he's going to kill Benny. <laughs> Benny works for him, dude. That's when they make you hate and him even more. And he does kill Benny, which is kind of like the bigger analogy the there. Scarabs kill Benny. I think that's the bigger analogy in all this. Don't work for Egyptians. I never saw that movie. <laughs> Well, we just saved you. Wow. Um, we just saved you $4 on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> oh, The Mummy's a great movie, dude. It's actually pretty good, but and the like CG the does not hold up. The second one is pretty good, too. The CG does not hold up. I saw the, no, the, the CGI it. with it's like, still the rock, good. and yeah. it's like, oh, God. No, do was... not watch <laughs> it now. Do not watch it now. You will lose all respect for all those people, and they're all wonderful respect. actors. Well, they all tried, respect. Yeah. It's the third Trump one sucked. I just take um, all the consonants out of a word, and I put other consonants in. <laughs> so I have a story of how I saved a man's life. Mm, drop it on us. I need, okay. I need so, to do this. You know what I'm saying? I was at work. I was getting off. I was mm. tired. I was high. I was thinking about getting drunk. I love it. So, you know what I'm saying? Responsible employee. I hear it. Goddamn Go. right. <laughs> I'm on my way home. On my way home, I decide, you know what? It's time for a drink. I park my car at home. I walk to a bar. Responsible. You know Lifesaver. On the way there, I see a homeless man, and uh, he asked me for some change. And, Classic. Uh, I didn't give him any change. Save it Classic. And kept walking. Made it to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
So I'm buying go. these drinks, you know what I'm saying? Because you, you got plenty of money. I got the black shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> money I don't have change, Thomas, man. This was a principal I thing. have bar money, though. You see what I'm saying? I get the I get back out the bar for a you know, jewel sesh. I got to hit the jewel. Yeah. On the way there, same homeless guy. He, he asked me for change again, and I'm like, dude, I already told you no. Could you Damn, change your dude. attitude? He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Keeps Jesus. walking. More lives saved. You know what I'm saying? I decided to go to another bar. I've already heard you say like five lives already, but keep going. <laughs> <laughs> On the way to the other bar, yeah. there's a man trying to get into his car. Uh-huh. He's uh, he's stumbling around, and uh, you know he's looking a little tipsy. Go over, to you. oh man, you good? And he's like, man, no one cares. And I was like, damn, dude, maybe you shouldn't. And he's like, no, I'm good, dude. I'm good. I'm going to go home. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go to sleep. My wife's waiting for me and shit. Uh-huh. Damn. I was like, damn. All right. And I walk away. Uh-huh. And uh, he gets in his car, pulls off. I don't know what happened. I hope he made it home to his family. Life but saved. that pep talk I gave him, you know, him mentioning his wife, suddenly reminded him, hey, I have a wife to get home to. Dang right, dude. It's like that uh, old country <laughs> song by George Strait. <laughs> Is that the life that you saved? No, that was just a. On I was gonna be that like, was on dude, the way. That was he could have like, he could have. You don't know if he fucking <laughs> probably could have like got life. a DUI or something. That yeah. wasn't the end of it. Okay, I was like, Geez. I was like, we're He's halfway through. Up. He's warming up. He's uh, just warming up. That guy gets run over later. That life <laughs> tragically not saved. Him and the homeless guy <laughs> come back it, later. I make it to the bar. Right? Six people die in the story, but twelve are saved. <laughs> so it's a win. I make it to the bar, and in front of the bar, there's this stray cat. You know what I'm saying? Wait, straight like, cat or cat? There's a woman there who's like trying to get close to it. And I'm like, is that your cat? And she's like, no, but I'm going to take it. I was like, I. So she's trying to get close to it. The cat runs across the street and uh-huh. it's like posted at a bush. Oh, no. And uh, that sounds dangerous. I go over there because I'm drunk. Okay. And uh, the cat gets friendly with me. Now it you know, starts fun. purring and shit. And now I got very the, fun. Yeah, I pet the cat, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the, oh, yeah. The girl oh, no, comes no, I'm over, all over this part. Yeah. The girl comes over. And uh, she she was like, yo, so can I take the cat? Because, like, it appears friendly, you know, like, she's trying to use oh, me to cat? get this cat. Oh, my cat? So <laughs> I was like, damn, this woman is really trying to give this kitten a home. Yeah. And, uh, but it's your cat at that but point. But then I also thought, like, that cat kind of deserves its independence. Oh, okay. Like, okay. maybe it does have owners. Maybe I just saved its life. Maybe she's a shitty owner. Ooh. She's at a bar stealing a cat. Oh, good point. So Shitty ultimately, honor. I had to like shut her down and be like, you know what? Nah, I'm out this piece. <laughs> and I go to another bar. You take the cat? No, I left no. the cat where it was. So she she got the cat. Somehow I feel um, like... This... I don't think she got the cat. I don't know. You think the cat had a good read on the cat lady? It was like... <laughs> <laughs> just kept walking away. You keep telling us how you're not saving lives. <laughs> I've saved so many lives during the, the course I, of this story. I counted story. the cat. I counted the cat. The cat definitely counts. And technically, the cat has nine lives. So that's a big number you should put up. Keep going. All right. So... I get to my next bar, right? On the way there, I uh, I don't encounter anything weird. So I Hold get on. to the bar. And, uh, how many bars are you going to? Is the life this is bar number by stopping drinking? That's what I was like, thinking. I was like, is the life this is he bar saves number his? three. Okay. okay, this is the final bar. Oh, okay. So I get there, right? And there's this guy there. Yeah. And he's looking a little drunk. And he's smoking cigarettes. Oh, yeah. Nice. So I was like, hey, man, why are you smoking cigarettes? Mm-hmm. And uh, he says... Cause man, I'm addicted to them. Right, right, right. And I was like, you should try this jewel, man. Oh no, you did not give him a new addiction. And uh, he hit it real quick. He was white, so you know, it was fine. He's like, these are good with cigarettes. 
and he's like, dude, I need to get me one of them. And he literally threw his pack of cigarettes into the trash. And I fished them out of the trash. <laughs> oh my god! Life saved. That's how you get uh, cigarettes for people. You gotta make sure he can't get them back. He's the only one who knows where they're at. Yeah, sponsor us, Jewel. Yeah. Uh, wow, that's fantastic. <laughs> that that was my story. Here's the thing. I'll just say this. I I I I kind of bluffed earlier. We were talking about what to talk about, and I was like, "Hey, we'll do this," thinking everybody just throw it away, and you guys were way on board instantly. And I don't have a lot of great stories about saving lives. <laughs> so uh, the closest thing I have, um, I went to, I think it was the Merced River one time, and uh, we where's that at? I have no idea, but it's not in Merced, which was like the biggest, most outrageous part of the whole experience. I uh, wouldn't get into that, but Merced River, not in Merced. And we go with a bunch of hippies, and like I know it's frustrating already. I'm frustrated for me. Uh, I just don't know where that is. Yeah, it's in California, but <laughs> okay. you'll never find it on a map. You'll never <laughs> find it yeah. on a map. No, you can look it up on a map, but I'm not. You need pull a compass that only points to your your yeah. heart's like most like exactly. desirous exactly. thing. You have to have the golden compass from every movie that has one of those, and it doesn't work. Okay, so we go to this river, and it's me and like five or six other people. Okay, mostly a bunch of hippie bougie kids. Like we're living not bougie. Uh, fake bougie uh, not fake bougie I forget the term I'll come up with the wrong term but anyways um, we're freaking hanging out smoking weed floating <laughs> down the class. river <laughs> way off there way off there we're talking down 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 anyways we get down to the river and we're floating down the river and we have this one kid with us actually the only kid in the in the group who's like got money strangely enough uh, and he's like the most hippiest of all he's taking way too much acid like he's 19 and he's done like the acid of like a 40 year old from the 60s like it's not good like he is like he says man like that at the end of each sentence and it's drawn out like that he's like man and it's just way too much acid at wow. age. yeah so we go floating down the river we're all having fun drinking smoking whatever we get to a certain point and everybody starts jumping in because it's so hot outside we're cooling off in the water so the girls are in the raft some of the guys are jumping in the water we get near the end of the float and all of a sudden we look and we go, hey, where's the, uh, where's the man, dude? And we look back, and he's in the water, like splashing frantically, and the rafts are floating past him, and we can see that he's stuck on something, and he's not able to float, and he's like stuck, and oh, he's wow. now getting pulled down by the current, and he's like going, man, like trying to say stuff, and he can't help, and then he goes, I can't, my leg, and goes under, and we're like, fuck. So all you know is that his leg is caught on something. We're like, what do we do? What do we do? Me and the other guy who are in the raft start paddling towards him upstream, trying to get towards him. We're barely making progress, but we're getting closer to where he went under. And then all of a sudden, he pops up for a split second and goes, hook in my foot, and it comes back down. And so we're like, fuck, there's a hook in his foot. He can't get away from it. It's, oh it's dragging him under, under the current. Fuck. So I look over my friend, and like he's still paddling, but he has a bigger, heavier raft, so it's harder for him to get there. And I'm in a shorter, smaller raft. So I start paddling, but then I stop for a second, turn to him, and I go, do you have a knife to my friend in the other raft? And then I start paddling again. He does. He pulls one out of his pocket and he throws it to me. We're in a raft, like two separate rafts in a river that is like freaking frantically going all over the place. And there's a guy drowning right next to us. And fucking all at the same time, he's throwing a knife across to this other raft. It lands like right next to where my hand is, like by my oar. And I just reach out and grab it. I go to open it. I can't open it. I throw it back. I say, can you open this? Oh, my <laughs> he, God. Yeah, I keep paddling. We're, <laughs> we're paddling to try and get back to him, but the river's pushing us away. He opens it. He throws it back. I I, I don't catch it this time because it's an open. So it just hits the raft. It, it puts a hole in my raft. Like, oh, no. So I pull it out. I put it in my mouth like a pirate because I don't want to cut myself, and I jump out of my sinking raft into the water. Whoa. 
So now it's a little bit easier to go against the current because it's just my body. I'm not paddling. Did the knife raft. like fly out of your mouth? No, no. The ra- it's in my mouth, but the worst part is I can taste river water, and I'm like, mm. oh, I have hepatitis. So I start <laughs> swimming towards the guy. Now it's so murky though, I can't see anything. So all I kind of have is like vibrations. I can feel like kicks of his body a little bit, and then just green fog. And I start like, reaching out, reaching out, and I the knife's in my mouth, so I'm trying to be careful with my swing, so I'm not catching it with my arm. And I swim, and I just keep paddling, and all of a sudden I feel his leg. And I can feel his leg kind of jerking. And when I go to grab his leg to hold myself next to him, I can feel that it's putting more pressure on the hook. And he, I can just feel his whole body start to recoil in pain. So I know really quick I got to get this thing out of him. So I reach down the foot. And, like, I'm all blind. I can't really see anything. So I'm just reaching down the foot. I feel sort of where the hook is a little bit because I feel the string coming away from his foot. And I grab the string. And I didn't think about it, but I tugged on the string trying to get some slack so I could get a good spot to cut. And it jerks even harder under his foot. And now it's really in his foot. And it's really no way he can get any loose at all. Whoa. Kicking out. Like, that's I, fucked. I grab the knife out of my out of my mouth. And then I cut the string. And then in a second, he's free. And the river's pushing him. I can feel the current just take him away. Go back up to the surface. He's so exhausted. And his foot is so jacked up from this. He can't swim at all. So Whoa. I swim underneath him. I try and close the knife. I can't close it. I go, Daniel, close this. I throw it to Daniel. Uh, it <laughs> Thankfully, he caught it. Uh, so then I, I grabbed the guy, and I start swimming towards my raft. My raft is now almost completely deflated because the knife popping it, and it had a cooler and April in it. So they're both drowning. So I'm like, oh, shit. So I get everybody in the cooler and start dragging uh, everything, what's left of the raft, to wait, the shore. Pause. You left April in a, in, a, in a raft with a hole in it? Uh, she can't swim. So I get them to the what? shore. <laughs> I drag the what's left of the raft that she's like kind of trying to hang on to in the cooler and everything, and I drag it and the guy who's like exhausted to death all to the shore. We get to the shore, and he, he grabs me, he turns me, and he goes, you saved my life. And I was like, not even a big deal. Don't even worry about it. Are you okay? And uh, I was happy because no one realized that my friend had the knife, knew how to open it, was a very adept swimmer, much better swimmer than me, and uh, could have gotten to it much sooner. And my delay might have been actually what drowned him a little bit. But... Um, yeah, they were so nice to me after that. Wow, <laughs> so That's nice so crazy, dude. I took all the credit. I, I wanted, and what's funny is, the whole time, as soon as he started drowning, the first thing that came to my head was like, I can do that pirate thing. I can put a knife in my mouth and jump in the water. Yeah, and in, instantly, instantly. <laughs> like, how was the confidence after as that? As soon as he started drowning, I was like, I'm a fucking pirate now. <laughs> well, that's really crazy, dude. Oh, Life wow. saved. Checkbox. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's intense, dude. Yeah. That's brave to dive down there. Like, um, like was the current in a bad a spot story? where you were down there? This is very true, one hundred percent. Yeah. Like you throwing in the knife I, back. No, no. And the, forth. So the knife back and forth that I made up. That I made up because like the, I actually I wanted to turn this into a bit at some point, but I've given up on the prospect. But the whole joke was going to be that like I kind of almost killed the guy because of the, the delay and not doing the knife. Oh, yeah. But no, in all seriousness, my friend was super prepared. He opened the knife, tossed it to me. I caught it, put it in my mouth, jumped in the water, and got the guy out. And it was all it all happened very fast. Because we didn't notice it right away, we didn't know where the guy was, and like we had to get back to him. And by that, it's crazy. Time, he was hooked on something down hooked there, like that. Yeah, and what was crazier after once I cut it, I felt it. It was like very thin fishing wire and a very small hook. Like, and when we saw what was left in his foot, it was like not that bad. <laughs> he oh, probably could have just like kicked hard enough and gotten out of it, but he was gonna drown instead. Well, I was gonna say the anxiety, <laughs> the anxiety of drowning. And That's the thing. The panic. You don't in. think about what's happening to me. How can I get out of this? And you can't you know? see it. All you yeah. know is the current is slowly pulling you under, and your foot is you're stuck, really and you're like, pain. oh my god, I'm gonna die. Yeah. In that situation, <laughs> I would do the same thing. Oh, I would die shit. Speaking of like swimming in water and shit, mm-hmm. did you hear that? Like most beaches in the U.S. have flesh-eating bacteria in them. 
fuck out, dude. Damn. I told you America's gangster. Jang, jang. Everybody's like talking about Australia. Come to America, dog. Try and live on these mean streets. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I did not know that, but I do stay away from beaches. So yeah, I don't like beaches. Sense. The sand is, is just unpleasant. Cleaning the sand off everything. See, here's the thing. I got... I got one of those, I don't, I don't know what the exact best term is, but like fucking rock star beach bods, I still don't go to the beach. I still don't go to the fucking beach. I look like Brad Pitt from Fight Club. I still have never been to the beach. I like beach. to go and just kick it on the sand and drink beer. That's pretty much all I like to do at the beach. Oh, bonfires at the beach are sick. Like yeah. Like time and stuff, but or still like, the sand. Just kick it and smoke. The sand is just a bitch. And that, that tsunami yeah. threat. I'm if like, you don't, I don't like when beaches don't have like a designated area you can go spray your feet off on. Yeah, for real. You, like, gotta you have need a to like spot. get that shit. Beaches, get your shit together, dude. Yep. Get a hose so I can not be sandy. Oh, dude, you want to know something fucking sick I got to do once? Speaking of beaches, how much time we got? This is a quick one. I went to the Philippines. I went to this province called uh, um, Pangasinan. And there's a city there, like kind of, it's, it's a province. The state is Pangasinan. The province is Bemale. But you go there. And you go to the beach, and these guys are so freaking gangster. 20 dudes will weave together, like, two miles of fishnet on, like, six miles of rope. And they'll have two guys paddle out in the ocean super far, drop the net, and then swim the ends back to shore. And then, like, 20 dudes will just line up on either side of this thing miles apart and slowly walk this freaking, like, longest goddamn fishnet you ever seen in your life with their backs all the way up from the bottom of the ocean up the shore catching like hundreds of fish hundreds thousands of fish sometimes at a time with wow. their backs so i walk down to the beach and i look and i'm thinking like these are like the burliest biggest strongest like filipino fishermen you can imagine like these guys use their backs to pull and i look there's like two dudes that fit that description and there's like 12 kids so I was like, oh, you have got to be fucking kidding me. What? So, yeah. So then I start asking, I'm like, what is the deal here? They're like, so this is what you do if you can't, don't have money for food. Like you come down here and you put your back on that rope and you pull on that rope and you pull fish from the ocean, you get fish to eat. And whatever you don't eat, you can sell to make a little bit of money. Oh, wow. So like, instead That's of crazy. like, instead of like a homeless program in these very, 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 very poor areas where like there is no like government assistance. Literally, people team up on the beach and just catch thousands of fish or hundreds of fish, whatever they can, for each other as a group. And it was so dope. I, I went out there. I got right on the thing, and I freaking spent like 20 minutes. And then when, after we got the fish in, like, it hurt. It was so bad, oh, dude. dude just digging your heels in. And, like, what they use is they use, like, a driftwood. They tie rope around it in a circle, mm-hmm. and you just put that on your back and then tie it into a little knot on the rope, and you're now tied onto the rope by your back, and you just dig your back in with everybody oh, else. Wow. And everybody has, like, these, like, wooden logs right on their lower back, and they're just like, ah, walking these freaking... Are you walking backwards? Yeah, you're walking backwards, and oh. you're walking not just the water, but the bottom of the net has weights, so it can drag to the bottom, mm-hmm. and those are, like, dragging When you're pulling the weight of the fish, and the fish are struggling, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah dude. That like, sounds, it sounds like really intense. So, like... at the end of it, I felt so, like, just, like, I could not believe, because I, I was going there in good shape, and I was so drained after 20 minutes of this, and these guys do this for hours to get the fish net in, because yeah. it's miles out. It takes hours it's like four or five hours sometimes for a big catch wow and then like we get I, I came in near the end so they get it all in they get the fish out and like everybody's so happy that i helped because like you don't get like an american showing up on the beach in bimali like helping draw the fish in yeah and this actually this wasn't in bimali it was like a province near there but um anyways they get the fish they start doling it out the guy that was like biggest and the, they're like running the whole thing like he got like a bunch of fish 
they go to like the lead kid he gets a bunch of fish they get to me they give me like a little pile of fish and i just i like i demand more fish <laughs> i said i weigh 155 this kid weighs 70 pounds i pulled way more fish in than him <laughs> and i started just grabbing fish from everybody's and they kicked me out they didn't even give me fish wow. <laughs> <laughs> you're like what the fuck dude oh, no i'm God. just kidding we didn't stay the whole time i'm jacked i need this but, protein but no me and my uh april's brother-in-law this dude who's like he's like a 6-2 filipino in the navy like he's big dude and he works out too so me and him got on one side and just started like wrenching on it for a long time and we we seriously helped for like 20 to 30 minutes just like help them get it closer and it gives like at least the kids a break for a while and stuff yeah oh is it just you two no but a bunch of them dropped off when we got on there like they like they they saw you and they're like oh this fool can get down good yeah and they don't overwork they're very smart about like they pace it and everything they do it really smart so when like two big guys get on one side the other side now has to do more work to catch up, and this side a bunch of people are resting. And like there were some people actually walking between to like give release and stuff like that. They they all pitch in, and it's so fucking sick. That's awesome. I dude. was so impressed by that. I looked at that, and I saw like in America how it's like someone holding out a cup, and it's like fuck, dude. Like that's not a good system. That is a cup is not a good system. Like a twenty mile rope is a good system. You put a net, you put a fish, you get an yeah. ocean, you get like thirty Filipino dudes. That's a system, <laughs> okay, America. Wake up. Oh, funny enough, <laughs> I saw this video today of um, this factory that was like pure... Me- it was just a shitload of Mexicans in there, right? Working in there, right? What are they making? Huh? What are they making? I don't know. It was just a factory. It was a video of a factory. <laughs> He's not very so factory-versed like what myself. Ha- <laughs> what had happened was... I could have spotted it right um, away. <laughs> a few of the workers got sent home as a punishment. Oh, it sounds like a textile I guess, like, as a message to the rest of the workers. And uh, they all decided to just leave. Fuck yeah, dude. It was like almost like 200 fucking workers in that factory and there was like one black dude there and he was taking the video he left and he was everybody like, no he was like, he was like <laughs> recording them leaving and he's like what the fuck they really just walking out like That's dope dude get those civil rights hell yeah fuck yeah dude and then there's some dude and like uh, uh some mexican dude walking in front of the camera he's like a la verga todos those ways i don't know what that means but yes he's like fuck these guys <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> fuck yeah <laughs> I've said that to almost every boss I ever had. No, that's not true. That's not true. I've had some great bosses lately, especially. But um, that's awesome. That's a sick story. I like that. I feel like that was 200 lives saved right there. Yeah. And I feel like we should give you credit for that. Cause you I definitely deserve it. You are deserving. <laughs> so if... Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I was going to do a count up. I think Anthony we're had like a good story earlier about the guy. So far. You had the good story earlier about the guy asking for change. And yes, you, a gentleman and you turning for change. Down, um, I was with our good old pal, Alex Mendoza, earlier. We were out at open mic tonight, mm-hmm. walking down the street in Santa Cruz. Happened to be somebody asking for change. And he looked at them and went, man, I was going to ask you for change. That's the biggest Alex line ever. <laughs> yep. And the biggest thing that I don't like about that is he would never ask them for change. He would ask them for alcohol. Yep. And uh, what, did, what did they say? He said that, and the person was just like, so confused and then we walked away and i was like i can't believe you just said that to that guy and he goes i don't know man i don't even know what to say to these guys (laughs) i was gonna ask you for change it was just like such a dynamic shift that all of a sudden the person was like uh you are no longer the aggressor here, like, sir. No, yeah, he didn't know what to do, and I just, I thought that was, like, it was kind of what funny. What if he had but... actually gotten money from him? I know, that'd been funny. That'd be fucking funny. Yeah, like, I, would I you so take it? For him. If he took I mean, it, I would have been like, I give think that just, back. I think just for, like, If he the, took it, I'd be like, wash your hands, dude. <laughs> nah, I, I, I wouldn't take <laughs> it. To give it back. Dude, I got hit up by the smoothest operator panhandler ever, yes, uh... 
not yesterday. I think it was Friday. So I'm pulling in in uh, uh, Salinas of all things over by where the Wendy's and Starbucks is. I don't know where that shopping center is called, but right there. Anyways, I'm fucking walking out and I'm smoking a cigarette outside of my car and my car had just been cleaned. And I love when my car is cleaned. It looks so fresh, looks so nice. Mm-hmm. But this guy comes up to me and he goes, hey man, you got any spare change? A couple bucks. It's like I'm trying to get home from work. And I look at him and the dude looks fresh to death. Okay, like he's just got a haircut. Fucking it's so hate motherfuckers it, it's like so that. clean on top. It's like nice and cropped, like flat top with a little bit of the spike all gelled up in the okay, front. Yeah. But he's got a like slightly same length, maybe a slightly longer on the sides, and then the full mold on the back. He's got a cross that's all blinged out with diamonds in one ear. He's got a leather jacket, a very thick, nice, like three hundred dollar leather jacket on. Wow. He's wearing like some true religion jeans and shit. He's like, You got a couple bucks. And I'm looking at him and I look at his ear and I look at his jacket, I look at him, and he looks at me and he looks at my car and I was like, Oh fuck you, dude. Fuck you. So I pull my wallet and I just turn it sideways a little bit. Cause usually I'll be like, Oh, I got a couple bucks on me. But I had just been to the ATM. Like I just came from the ATM. Okay. <laughs> I looked at my wall. I was like, "Oh God, this fucker read me like a goddamn book." Yeah, <laughs> from minute you, goddamn one. <laughs> you actually gave him something? Oh, I gave him three dollars. I gave him three dollars. Why? Why? That's like that's like petty. I bought you your time money at that point. It's like nice earring. Go buy yourself something pretty. That's <laughs> <laughs> cute. Here's three bucks. Maybe you can afford another one someday. Get the other ear. Done. All right, Cameron. You forgot to say uh, there's someone in this room whose life you've saved. Uh, I mean, I took credit for saving both of your guys in my first story. I thought what? Maybe, but <laughs> I definitely saved my life the other day when you brought me gas <laughs> because I, I would almost have gotten... abandoned you. I'm worried if you were in like actual threat or like someone was trying to kill you, I would almost save you, and then I'd like just drive off. Yeah, at the end. it's like like ah, he's kind of like yeah. you did. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say it's yeah. like if I was drowning, you would have like dove in the river. Yeah, and then looked at me and then been like, "See you later, dude." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get down there, but you don't know how to swim, right? Yeah. <laughs> You just throw the knife. You like let go of the knife and it floats away. And you're like, there you go. <laughs> oh, you missed it. <laughs> if someone was like holding you at gunpoint, I would like kick the gun out of their hand, and then like they'd pull out a knife, and I'd be like, you got this. Yeah, <laughs> you're good with knives. You're a knife guy. Or you just you take the gun from the other person, and you're like, dude, there's no bullets. You put bullets in. And you're like, there you go. I take <laughs> you're the like, gun Michael, and shoot sorry. You. Yeah. Like, ah. <laughs> A little bit of your own medicine. Yeah. <laughs> you shoot me in the foot. You're like, ah oh, man. See you later. <laughs> Ooh, you're gonna need a doctor. I'm gonna church. Bye. <laughs> oh jeez, um, this is good times. I'm glad we were able to to kind of riff an episode here. Yeah, that was those, fun. For those of you who uh, were tuning in, this is kind of just us fooling around today. We had a little little uh, too much confidence after our show on Saturday. I think maybe, but <laughs> dude, got it. <laughs> But thanks for tuning in. If you stay the whole time, we got to throw those Instagrams out before we go any further because we forget so often. Oh, yeah. Um, underscore M Booth. That's B O O F. Uh, the same goes for Twitter and then YouTube, Facebook, Michael Booth. Uh, young Baphomet underscore on Instagram. And your boy's back on Twitter at Young Baphomet underscore. Oh, I am so surprised someone took a Young Baphomet. Like, who on I earth? Don't. Oh. <laughs> who? Um, Did you look them up? Freaking. Yeah, they have less followers than I do. Ask them to. You gotta buy, buy it out. out. Yeah. Buy them out, dude. I'll do that later. Hook them up with free tickets to an XL show. <laughs> <laughs> Michael's like, fuck. We no. only only we can laugh because we know that's the 
lowest commodity on earth. Because <laughs> tickets are free. <laughs> awesome. And you can find me on Instagram at CamBZ.Berry and CB Comedy on YouTube. Let's do some let's do some takeaways, guys. Or some takeaways here. Um, uh, I've saved a lot of lives. I am a great human being. Mm-hmm. Um, people yeah. should um, take note of that. Animal lives count. And uh, viva la factory workers. What you got, Mike? I got that uh, Cameron's the only one in this room that's actually saved a life. <laughs> we just talk about it. And, like, yeah. Uh, Anthony let a guy drive home drunk. <laughs> <laughs> And didn't give a homeless he guy any money. Guy yeah. Like, Why sober up? Why did I leave you? And then didn't give the homeless guy any money. And then didn't give a cat to a woman. But you managed to trick a guy into stealing his cigarettes. So overall, I think uh, Cameron's a good person. We try to be. Um, and fuck Benny from the Mummy. Yeah, Benny. Fuck my, that dude. My takeaway is I forgot how much I hated Benny. I just watched that movie. It's fresh in my that brain. Poor actor. <laughs> I hate Did that he guy. appear in anything that he wasn't a punching bag in ever again? I don't know, dude. He has that stupid mustache the whole time. I Ugh. fucking dude. I if I saw that dude on the street, I would he be like, He talks like this too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Benny. <laughs> oh fuck you, you Benny. Do it so well. Why do you sound like that, Benny? I'm not a jerk. <laughs> Brendan Fraser at any point could just beat the shit out of him, and that's what all I want to see. Like <laughs> Like I think the better ending to the mummy would have been Brendan Fraser gets stuck in that treasure room with Benny, and Ooh. then he just beats the shit out of Benny, and then he dies by scarabs. That would have been better ending. Yeah, the other movies wouldn't have made as much sense, but that might have been a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess yeah. that one dude that was a magi that had the tattoos on his face could have been a more prominent role in the second one. That dude was a beast. Yeah, they he could have so like wiped up lines. Evie and then been like, "Hey, little kid, I'm your dad now." We, we did. When was Mummy released? I don't like, know, like two thousand. One or something, maybe was it yeah. pre 9 11? Because they might have cut that draft after 9 11. Mm. They were like, Oh, the Arab sidekick's not playing. Nah, well he, was, right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> he was like a bigger role in the second one. We're actually gonna bring Benny back. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, uh, keep sucking them dicks. Peace out. Much will take it easy, baby girls. <laughs>